Hell yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, you I still me, need someone to go yeah, behind me, and there's still like errors. A, you made me sound like a human. Like I did. <laughs> right? It was like a miracle. Yeah, it was a miracle. <laughs> Welcome to the Creating Love Together podcast. We are your host, Tim and Jamie Holloway. And we come at you twice a week, giving you the lowdown on everything. Everything. That sounded juicy. It did. <laughs> We're good. We are good. Awesome. I'm so excited. I get to start today. She gets to start the podcast today. I do. <laughs> so today is going to be a little bit different. Um, we're going to be talking more about like um, individual progression, I guess. Um, but what you mean by that, girl? <laughs> I promise. Like when you work on yourself and become the best you that you can be, uh-huh. then and only then can you have the most amazing relationship. Yeah. So, yeah, well, so you start look with like you. the best you right now. I feel good today. <laughs> you look good today. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of surprised because I really slept so badly last night. I was up yeah. at like 4.30, couldn't sleep. I, well, I, this rarely happens, but yeah. I looked over like you and you just look like you got beat up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was so tired. Uh, I'm usually... Um, to the last minute, but I woke up before the alarm even Bright went eye, off. Bright eye, bushy tail. Yeah, I'm just like, hello. And I'm like, and I look over turn off the like, lights. Boom. Yeah, it was bad. Okay, so I'm super excited. Like I said, I have, you know, I've kind of noticed this in myself. I resist things. Uh-huh. Like You're when a I resistor. see. Yeah. Like when I see things come along that everyone's excited about, I resist it. It doesn't matter what it is. I resist it. I don't want anything to do with it. Whatever. I resisted this bandwagon. <laughs> I did. Completely resisted it. Uh-huh. And it was passing me by, and it was like in my far distance. And I realized, oh, wait, this is a really good bandwagon. I need... And so I had to like sprint to catch up with this freaking bandwagon. <laughs> and I jumped on it, uh-huh. and... The rest is history. So what what are we talking about here? What kind of bandwagon have you jumped on, my dear? Okay, so you were the kind of person who loves like self-development, self-help stuff, like becoming the best you that you can be, which I have nothing against. Um, it's just kind of foo-foo, huh? <laughs> no, it's not. You'd be like, yeah, that's good for them. That's a little foo-foo stuff. Like, I'll just stick to me. <laughs> no. Well, I'm just like, okay, so when you think of that, you think of reading a book, uh-huh. right? I don't like those kind of books. I like novels and things that are, Fiction, like, super right? fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And so um, I love reading those. But I've learned with myself over the years I have to be really careful because it'll suck me in and, like, it'll be, like, three days later and kids are like, Mom, can we finally eat, please? <laughs> Mom, you gonna take us to school? Mom, mom, leave me alone. I'm reading. I need to find out what happens. Right? And I like totally (laughs) get sucked in. And so I pretty much just had to stop reading. Um and I've just never enjoyed these kind of books. But I've seen a little bit about Rachel Hollis here and there. Of and course we've seen her because we, you know, we look at the top podcast and we're yes. kind of trendy. We know what's going on. This yeah. is our business. Yeah. So like we've been, you know, we see her podcast. We watch how she's doing. We see her Instagram. We see what we like. And 
and try and implement things. Like that's what everybody does. Like you look and you try and find what fits you and then implement it in your life, right? So she comes out with all these books and like, I don't know what it was, but it was just like, oh, I was listening to the Tom Bilyeu podcast with her on it. That's what it was. That's what it was. Damn you, Tom Bilyeu. (laughs) If you haven't checked out Tom Bilyeu's podcast, that's something awesome too. Yeah. Yeah. His are really good. And then his relationship theory with his wife is really good. And I seen him in person. I did. I was a little bit starstruck. You were. I introduced you. Yeah. I did. I think I've seen him twice now. Um, anyways, I was sold. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I resisting this bandwagon? And so we're like, okay, we're going to get kids from school. And then I'm like, let's go to Walmart and buy her book. And then we get there and I'm assuming it's in paperback and no, it's a hardbound <laughs> book and it's $18. Yeah. Which is nothing. We can totally afford it, but I'm very frugal. Yeah, Jimmy, I don't, yeah, I don't think you were going to buy the book. I wasn't. <laughs> so I was like, get the book, would ya? Yeah, you're the reason that I got it. Yeah. Um, I love quality stuff, but I also have the ability, and I'm really good at it, is finding quality at a discount price. Yeah. Like, it's clearanced because they're doing a new model or... They're discontinuing that color, like whatever it is. I have the really, I have a really good ability to get really nice things for less money. So I almost didn't get it. I'm like, well, maybe I'll just get an ebook and it'll be like, I'll get a free, like, whatever to a, a, Audible. That's Audible, what it's yeah. called. And then I'll get there, it free. There's something like totally different about having a book in your hand. And yes. now you, you kind of experience it, the ability to, you know, put a little dot right there to reread it or, Ooh, that was good. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, so that's what she's doing right now. And she has her book, right? Yes. You know, the richest Hollis book, girl, stop apologizing. And yes. she got her little journal. It's like teal. It's cute. It's it almost super matches cute. the book cover. But You're right. Then she's got this little pink highlighter. You can thank Jaden for that. Where she highlights nuggets. Yes. So apparently there might be nuggets in this book. So if you're and hungry, and they're not chicken nuggets, <laughs> they're if golden you're hungry, nuggets. You can read and get some nuggets at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cute! Um, but it has been like so fun because this is not the kind of book I like. I don't like these kind of books. They're boring. But there's just something about this book, and in this book, so I I was debating whether I got this book or her other one, and I don't remember what it's called. But you looked at him and you were like, girl, stop apologizing is more where you're at right now. So I got this one and it's about like goal setting and which I have always said I'm not a goal setter. Uh-huh. I'm just not. I'm not goal oriented. <laughs> we're going to smash some belief systems here today. Well, we've been smashing them for a while because our whole 30-day program, 30-day challenge, um, is all about setting, we, we're calling them objectives, um, but they're just goals. <laughs> Whatever. So Objective is different from a goal. It is. I wrote it. I know. You, you, <laughs> you teach it, brother. <laughs> um, uh. Anyway, so I'm reading this, 
And we're sitting in bed the first night and I'm highlighting all this stuff. And then I'm like, I jump up out of bed and come out to our office desk and I grab a notebook and I grab um, a pen and I'm like, I wrote a question down and then I answered it. And it was, um, it was, what are my excuses? What are my excuses? Yeah. Mm. So like the first part of the book is all about excuses that women use. Yeah. And she just like, she just explains to you, that's just an excuse, you know? And then I don't even know what the second half is because I'm not there yet. But <laughs> it goes into what am, what are my excuses? What are your excuses? So what are your excuses? Let's talk about those. So I came up with two. Okay. I'm not good at that. I don't know how. I'm not good at that. And I don't know how. Ooh. Okay. And I find myself using them all the time. Uh-huh. And I'm sorry to say, I don't know how you can go freaking learn it. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. So knowledge and everything is like at our fingertips. Yeah. And oh, to use the excuse that you don't have like the knowledge is crazy in the world we live in. Like 20 years ago, if you wanted to start a business, you might need a business coach. You might need to read a bunch of business books. You might get a degree, go to the state local laws and see what, you know, needs to happen there. But from starting multiple different businesses, you could start one in one day. (laughs) It's not even a day. Yeah, The legality, (laughs) the, you know, all this 30 minutes, (laughs) the bank accounts, the sole proprietorship and and what is it? LLC? LLC. Better than I do. The knowledge is right there at your fingertips, right? So you have no excuse other than laziness. So why would, um, why would somebody make that excuse? I'm not good at that. So, you know, and it was funny because like the day I did this that evening, I had found myself that day and I don't remember what the, um, uh, what was going on, but it was like, I'm just not good at that. And I think it goes into one of your, so let me just say what, because I sat there and I said, okay, Tim, what do you think my excuses are? Okay. And when I, if you do this with your spouse, do not yeah. do it in a bad way. Do not be like, what are my excuses? And then be like, what? You think that's an excuse? <laughs> like, check your ego at the door, yeah, babe. Because like, they're going to mirror back to you their perceptions, right? It doesn't yeah. mean it's reality. It's just their perceptions. But uh, it might be a good thing to take to heart. I don't know. I do this all the time. And I know I've talked about it on this podcast before. But I do that. Just this weekend, the girls and I went to Spokane. Um, and we spent an hour and a half in deep conversation. And one of the questions was, what can I do better? Ooh, I wonder how many mothers do that. That's like, Probably okay, not that's, enough vulnerability right it is you are going to ask your teenage daughters right yeah so how am i doing as your mother (laughs) (laughs) right yeah Uh, i don't even know what started this but i do i've done this for a couple years now and uh it just for me and maybe not everyone did you cringe at all to any of the answers so i got to a point i asked them about me uh and then i asked them about you and brooklyn's like um, 
We've known him for three years now, and he's yelled at me like once, and he didn't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and then I asked Jaden, she's like, he's pretty cool. Yeah. That was it. So, revelation. So. Dad is way too nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was their take on you, and they're like, oh, I forgot something about you. And they tell me, oh, wait, there's another thing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the list keeps coming, and, huh? You know, I mean, they were like really little things and things from the past that I've changed. Uh-huh. But I kind of was sitting there and I'm like, okay, enough already. <laughs> <laughs> Calm yourself. Um, but it's just, you know, if you can check your ego at the door, it's really beneficial. Um, because you pointed out stuff that I didn't even think about. Like yours were, I'm not a creative person and I'm not a leader. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't know, or no, I'm not good at that, and I'm not a creative person, go hand in hand. Yeah. Because you're having me create things for our businesses, and I'm not good at it. So, see? Whatever. No, I'm just, like, explaining. I know, I'm just saying, this is, like, so much lies going on here. It's, like, insane. Yeah. So for me, when it comes to creativity, okay, I can look at something and copy it and change it and make it better. Mm -hmm. But to actually come up with that idea on my own is so hard. And I typically can't do it. Yeah. That's just not where my gifts are. But if I can go to Pinterest and be like, this is what I'm looking for. Get an idea. Then I can do it. Yeah. So anytime I say I'm not good at that. That's typically where it's coming from. Or like when I've been, you know, working on your book or on our journal, it was like, I'm not good at editing. I'm not good at that. But then I sit back and I see the work I've done and I'm like, hell yeah, yeah, I'm good. I still need someone to go behind me and there's still errors. You made me sound like a human. I did. (laughs) Right? It was like a miracle. Yeah, it was a miracle. (laughs) But the fact that I'm sitting here saying I'm not good at that, that's BS. Uh Uh-huh. Because I am. I'm just not giving myself enough credit. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. Um, so one of the next things in here um, that evening that I read, um, it was like, what lies have I held on to and still believe? Yeah. Before we get into that, okay, what was ahead. my excuses? Because um, this is the only conversation we had about this book. And it was in bed. But what did you say my excuses were? Or what did I say? Because I'm a little forgetful of what I said. I don't know if we asked that, did we? I think we did. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, one just came to mind right now. Okay, and what was yours? was because I'm not a detail-oriented person, right? Yes. So when things fall out of um, quality... I just go, eh, I'm not a detailed person. (laughs) Yes. And so that's, that can become an excuse too. Well, and yeah. Excuse for quality and, and, um, messing things up. Cause I I do mess things up, Yeah, you know? Um, and it really makes me angry when I do, but, um, when it does come I'm like, well, that's just kind of who I am. And that's been like the biggest struggle with us working together is you're the creator. I'm the refiner. Uh-huh. Those are just our natural roles. Um, and it's good because to have two creators, you're never going to have anything of quality. True. To have two refiners, 
you're never even going to start. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good that we're the opposite. But it is so frustrating for both of us. Just yesterday, we were having this issue, and I was so frustrated with you. So, let's talk about that for a minute. I did how many videos? 19 the first 19, day. 19 videos. That were really good. And I already added the, the music, the intro. Yeah, you had it uploaded, uploaded to Vimeo. Uploaded to Vimeo. And... I mean, here's the link. We're ready to go. She pops the link in to the ClickFunnel. If you're not familiar with that, it's links just like later. a website. And she presses play, and she's like, oh, is there something that we could do about the audio quality? And I just look at her like, you wanted to kill me. In my mind, it's like a cartoon. And I'm strangling her. And I'm choking her. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a really frustrating morning for both of us. Um, we ended up, during lunchtime, we sat at the table eating our salads. And we played Battleship. And you kicked my butt. Yeah. She's like, let's just play a game. Let's just get this out. And I'm glad I won because I was mad. I know. <laughs> um, Not about the quality, because I'm like, well, couldn't you find this out in video one? Like, yeah. Uh, anyways. Yeah. But that's that's one of your um, biggest excu- excuses is I'm not detail oriented. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like right now. If I were to like build a house, right, I would rely Which you've more... done hundreds of houses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I would go for looks and speed. Yes. And then I would have somebody else come behind me and do the Fix your stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's how you are. You want to just rush through and get things done as quick as possible and produce the results. Yeah. I'm like, chill out. Let's... <laughs> like, you wanted to release our 30-day program back in January. I did. It is it almost crap. April 1st, yeah. and that will be the first day that people can even access yes. our program. Yep. Which, so aren't you glad per- we waited? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, it's the difference between a $100 program and a $1,000 program. We had a like, barely $100 program. Yeah, we were at a $100 um, program rate, and now through your refining, um, click funnels, the videos, the... The structure, the the journal, it is an excellent program. Yeah, it is so good. And it's like something we can truly be proud of. Absolutely. Okay, so let's go into lies. So the next question I wrote down was, what lies have I held on to and I still believe? And we okay. didn't answer, like I didn't ask you any of these questions. These are just things I've done on my own. And this is really, other than that night in bed, our first conversation on this book. Because... I knew I wanted to do a podcast on this. Okay. So I've been like stuffing all this. We are doing it. Stuffing. So it may be a long episode. (laughs) Or maybe two. I don't know. Um, So three lies that I came up with is I'm not smart enough. I didn't get good grades in school. I failed. Like I dropped out of high school. I got my GED. I've never been book smart. I just don't learn that way. For me to learn, I have to listen to it. I have to be doing it. I can't sit down and take a test and read and all that. It's just not who I am. So I've always held on to the fact that I feel like I'm not smart enough, which goes into I'm not good at that. Yeah. It just does. Um, Another one was who am I to lead others, which I kind of am. 
I can totally be a leader, but I can totally be a follower. I'm comfortable in either position. Yeah. To an extent. Like when I'm following people and you're not going fast enough for me, I want to jump ahead of you and lead you. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen that. Or, uh, you know, if the quality isn't up to par. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think when it comes to like feeling like who am I to lead others? It's like, I'm not smart enough. Like who needs to listen to me? Maybe I need to listen to them. So that's where that comes in. Um, and then the next one goes into what we just talked about. Like I can only refine things. I can't create them. Hmm. Okay. That one I'm going to have to work on, but stuck in roles of strengths. And we all do this, right? So we got areas of our life where we're, um, um, some call it a a superpower, right? Um, A ability that is greater than most, and it sets you apart from everybody else. We all kind of have those. Uh, If you haven't discovered what those are, you just haven't really thought long and hard about it. You have a superpower, okay? But we get stuck in those roles, and we make excuses for the direct opposite of that superpower, right? Uh Whatever it is. So I'm very detail-oriented. I'm not very detail-oriented. Yeah. So the excuse is, you know, I just, I'll just focus on the details. You do everything else. That's my excuse. And then the other side is, you know, the other excuse. So we always lean to the side of our strengths. You're right. That's true. So as I'm opening up my book, because I marked um, a couple spots that I wanted to touch on, um, as we were sitting here reading it, um, or I mean not reading, um, as I was sitting here reading this morning, and where did this go? Right here. It totally goes into what we were just saying, and I actually read it aloud to you. So I'm going to read this real quick. So this is talking about, so each chapter is an excuse that you use. Um, one of them is like, I'm not good enough, um, whatever. This one is talking about it's been done before. And it's almost been surprising how much of this chapter has resonated with me because I've thought that so many times, like it's been done before. Other people are doing it. Why would they come to me when they can go to X, Y, and Z and have the same thing? Yeah. Which I think is a really important conversation because I've read so many books about, about excuses. Yeah. And so for example, if Rachel Hollis goes, Oh my God, there's like so many books out there about excuses. Why should I write one? Yeah. And here's a tidbit. As far as book and inspiration and things go, it kind of has been done before. Yeah. But it has been done before from your mouth and your perspective with your stories and your unique twist. Yeah. There's something about creativity that we can't really take credit for because our knowledge and everything has been deposited by other people, our mother, our fathers, our, you know, our teachers, um, the books that we read, um, the college that we go to and, and, and we're just like being deposited into, and we think our, our ideas are our own. Nope. There's some creative, uh, wisdom or source behind. This is why people can talk about excuses and we can go around to most uh, life coaches and you can almost hear the same theme. Yeah. Because there is a sense of creativity and wisdom that is greater than ourselves. So yeah, it's just, 
It's just the way things work. Well, then, like, if I sat down and read some of the books that you read, boring. Like, <laughs> stab my eye out with a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just don't resonate with me. But there's something about her. You, you, you don't like a, a, a principle-centered leadership? Give a man a fish and you'll feed him for a day? So let me just tell you, I'm looking at the cover of that book, and just the cover of the book threw me off. Okay. Like, I need bright, colorful, and this is something I've realized over the years. I like bright, colorful, fun stuff. That is like blue and yellow and white, and I think there was some black on it. Yeah. And it's like a full book cover of writing, and I'm like, yeah. no. So that that is a great, great, great thing, too, because I, I used to get parents who were frustrated with me because uh-huh. I would educate their children. Yeah. And they're like, mm, I've been trying to tell my kid that for a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it sunk in with one conversation with me. Right? Yeah. And so it's all about the messenger. Yes. Like for this man, he's going to reach his people and his message is going to get across to them. But Rachel Hollis, for example, She's not um, going to reach everybody. Yeah, she's going to reach her people, and she reached you. She did. Now, this book could have told you the same thing. Same thing. But coming from an old man <laughs> or a different yeah. perspective, it's not going to touch you. So that should be encouraging. Yeah. Like all of our Ooh, inspiration, our mouths are good because we're uniquely going to reach the people that are within our path. That is so good. Because, like, even just looking at her cover, it's, like, a teal background, a red sweater, her hair. She looks like she's laughing. Well, not laughing, but, like, trying, like, she's trying to hold back a laugh. And it's just, like, fun font. And it's what resonates with me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, like, such a good point. Yeah. Another reason why just because someone else has done it before doesn't mean you can't. Uh Uh-uh. Like how many people have done 30 day <clears throat> programs? How many people have written yeah. books? How many people have this, you know, this, that, and the other thing. So exactly. Yeah. So this said, and this one, like it actually hurt. And I read this to you. You're afraid that you suck. At least if you, at least if you never try, no one, especially you will be able to confirm that spoiler alert. This kind of thought doesn't come from an underachiever. Who's not good at anything. This kind of thought comes from a perfectionist. And truthfully, it's lame. There is so much incredible <laughs> potential inside of you. Uh, that's cute. Like, so it I, hit home. First, let me let me talk about this. The first statement was that uh, about you're, you're afraid that you suck, right? Yeah. Like and that. I've never, Similar? like, thought of it that way. Like, oh, I'll suck if I do it. I've never thought of it like that. Yeah. Um. I think of it, well, I won't do it good enough. Uh-huh. Someone else will do it better. That's what I've thought. Gotcha. Yeah. But I just want to throw the reality out there is when you first step out, you're going to suck. Yes. Like, and she talks about that. Like, just face it, right? So me sitting at the computer two years ago doing a 30-day online course, we've already talked about this, suck. Yeah. Sucked bad. I'm yeah. glad that, you know, the three women there got um, some benefit from it. Yeah. But I sucked. I still suck. You've gotten so much better, though. Okay. But from the people that I listen to and I look up to, I suck. Okay. Okay, Let me stop right there. Let me make make a point. And she said this in her book. She goes, stop comparing your beginning to my middle. 
Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're comparing your your beginning exactly. to their middle. Yeah. And so I've looked at some of the people that I looked up to and I look at their first videos and they suck. Yeah. Like if I were to run across them when their first videos, I would not be yep. inspired or look up to them one bit because they sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing that I've heard a couple times from her, um, she said it on the Tom Bilyeu podcast. She says it in this book, you have to be, how does she say it? You have to be willing to suck for as long as it takes to figure out what you're doing yeah. and to become good. Yeah. It's and that's what throws people off with public speaking and, um, even podcasting and doing what we're doing. Um, if you listen to our first podcast two years ago, we probably sucked. We did. Um, the conversation level, this, that, and the other thing, but look at us now, but then I'm not saying we're anything great, but just follow us a couple years, right? Oh, we'll wait till you see what we are out. then. Right. Same thing with public speaking. Like, yeah. I, I remember the first time I spoke in public, you would thought I seen a ghost. Like <laughs> I was so scared and jittery. Yeah. And then of course it went away during, during the process, but I sucked. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so another one that I wanted to read that was just, oh crap. Where did it go? Um, so this is talking about, I'm terrified of failure. Okay. So she said, if you aim at what you can hit, you'll likely get there every single time. So if you're like, I know I can do this, so that's what I'm going to do, you're going to be successful all the time. But if you never aim any higher than that, never any bigger, never any better. Oh, let me read that all again. If you aim at what you can hit, you'll likely get there every time. Never any higher, never any bigger, and never any better. So you're gotcha. never going to grow. You're going to stay the same. Yeah, because you're setting goals that uh, are pretty achievable. Yeah. That's kind of like if you had a weight loss goal, I'm going to lose um, a pound a month. Yeah. Uh, anybody can do that by skipping a meal or, or you know, going yeah. number two, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. But if you aim far above your own head. Even when you fail, you'll fly so much higher than you can imagine. I would rather fly. I would rather dream. I would rather fall on my face over and over again. I will continue to tell you what I'm aiming at because I hope that if you watch me fail publicly and stand back up again and again and keep going, then you'll think, what if for yourself? It's hmm. <sighs> pretty good. This is the difference between a mediocre life. It's these excuses, yeah. these lies, these failure to set like dreams and something that is super, super big. Yeah. Like as far as our, our, our um, business, our consulting slash marketing business, like we've got a big dream. We do. And it's going to be bigger when I start telling you the dreams I've been thinking about. Uh-oh. <laughs> that I've been holding inside. <laughs> And they're all written down right there. Okay. Is that the next podcast? Or are we yeah, I want it for, for personal. I don't know. We'll talk about it and we'll okay. decide. But, and then the impact challenge, big dreams. Yeah. Like. Like there's no end in big. sight with it. Yeah. There's no end in sight. There's 
um, just a vision, a process, and and what we're left with now is the hard work of yeah. of learning it. So, and then we got this podcast and this theme. Oh my goodness! Like yeah, I wish I can just clone me right now and have me <laughs> working next to me you and have you working right you (laughs) and uh we can get some stuff done (laughs) exactly yeah it's just there's just been so much realization in reading this book um that I, i don't know it's just pulling so much out of me um one more thing that i'll read from in here is this isn't a question of whether you can do something well but because near Wow, I am sucking at reading. This isn't a question of whether you can do something well, because nearly anything can be learned. This is a question of whether you're humble enough to suck for as long as it takes for you to become better. Mm, so that was the um, what I was trying to explain earlier. Well, I should be ready to go because I have sucked for years. <laughs> you were that refining. <laughs> oh, wow. No, this you've been refining. This is a relationship refining. podcast, so we are allowed to talk about that. Yes, but, true. Uh, yeah, for years I have sucked. So. Yeah, I don't know. Like this is just like a whole new journey, and I just ever since starting this, and yeah, it's brand new. It's like a new thing. It's always new and exciting, but there's just something not in just the book, but in writing down the thoughts, the questions, like writing this down has like brought something alive in me and it's like I was always afraid to dream you know you and I have talked about it like I never felt like I was deserving of anything great uh-huh. I just wasn't because anything I anytime I got something good it was always taken away yeah and so I didn't allow myself to dream yeah and that's why I've always said I'm not a dreamer I was afraid to yeah well guess what that's ended. Yep. Because I got some dreams in here, babe. Uh-oh. And I even went so far as I wrote down, um, the question was, um, what is a dream I haven't told anyone due to fear, feel a fail, fear oh, of failure? My goodness. I think we should have this therapy session and podcast. Maybe we should just stop. Okay. So let me read the next question and then we can, we're not going to go into the answers. Okay. Uh-huh. What is holding me back from these dreams? Hmm. Yeah. Like that right that. there can be a so what's full your, podcast. What's your take home? Um, my take home is don't let your excuses hold you back. Gotcha. It doesn't matter what they are. They're just an, just an excuse. Mm-hmm. That's it. I can't say it any better than that. So I'd encourage uh, the listeners out there to smash them excuses. I don't care if you have to write every single one down on a piece of paper, rip it up, throw it in the fire, flush it down the toilet. If you want to call your plumber, I don't know. But get rid (laughs) of that thing. Yeah. Because symbolically, and remember that you have decided to move past your excuses because any area of your life you're dissatisfied with him is tied to an excuse that you're telling yourself. Exactly. It's good stuff. Can't wait for our next episode. Yeah. So in this link below, we are going to give you a a link link. below. Yeah. In what link below? The link below to the intimacy fitness. We encourage in the description. Sorry. Description (laughs) below. You're gonna see intimacy fitness. 
you are going to want to go check that out. I'm OMG. Serious. So if you didn't listen to our last um, podcast, um, Into Me I See, go listen to it. We had an awesome guest on there. His name was Howard. And like, it's amazing. He has a program. We're going to be building a program for ourselves, but we're not any time close to that because we have other things we're doing first. But he has an amazing program. He has a free gift for you guys. Totally go check it out. And the website is CLT, so it's short for Creating Love Together, clt.intimacyfitness.com. Check it out. Yes. We will see you soon. Peace.